Anyways. And professional. Are we ready? We're ready. Don't you start Hearthstone. I'm not going to start. I went at Hearthstone start. during this. I'm, I'm, I'm too high enough that I have to pay attention to one or the other. Don't you? Let me be honest. Yeah. The, the uh, cutting room floor we recorded kind of probably sucked because... You were all hearthstone it up? I yeah, I know. I watched. I came in. Yeah. And, and I, I was, like, I was man, full on into I was too into the game. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you can do it, man. When I work and I hearthstone, mm-hmm. I am like, I can do one file per game. If I do anything more than that, I'm, fuck it up. I'm just going to fuck it up. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I guess if we're ready, yeah, I'll leave us in. getting ranked it's all right there's no need for thanks choosing who's good and who's tanked these are our decisions we take them to the bank deciding who's number one it'll be fun decide your victor pick it up take us on the run tempe's your host from coast to coast here with great guests not trying to brag or boast so sit back and be impressed leave it up to us to do the rest listen up it'll be a blast sit back and enjoy the getting ranked podcast Welcome to Getting Ranked, a podcast where we determine who's number one, who's king of the hill. This is our short program, the 366 albums of 2020. Joining with me, per usual, my brother, Reggie. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing fine. And this is week three of our podcast. We did our pilot. We had our first theme challenge week. And we just did last week's challenge, which was punk. Um, But before we get into that... You did have a question that we didn't get to talk to you about last time. And that is, what does your 1 to 10 scale mean? You know, we talk about the scores we give, whether it's Olympic scale, whether it's a basic 0, half scale. But in general, what does your 1 to 10 mean? What's your... Obviously, most people, 1 is the worst, 10 being the best. But give us your definition of your 1 to 10. Yeah, so like 10, yeah, it's a perfect album or damn near perfect album. I think a 9 is is like... Uh, album that I really love and like is you know obviously almost close to perfect eight you know it, I, I think eight through seven self-explanatory you know they're really good albums um I think a seven is a album a seven and eight are albums that I think just about anybody can and probably should enjoy yeah just about everything yeah and, and six to me is like an album that i enjoy but i could see people not liking or, or you know i think there's something there for it for not something there for everybody that's like a seven or eight i think there's something there for everybody hmm. a couple tracks that you know you can you can probably get down with you know and a six is it's something that i like it's maybe not for everybody you know yep and for me a five is just a decent album five is just you know you made something and the culture is better for it you know it's not amazing or it's not harmful it's not harmful yeah see that's i'm i'm in agreements with multi most of your scale except for your seven six Mm -hmm. like for me eight to ten is our great albums it's just varying levels of greatness an eight has to be a great album. Right. In your opinion. Doesn't everyone else doesn't have to agree with it, but if you're giving it an eight, you should be able to give reasons why it's a great album in your opinion. Um a nine is almost perfect and a ten obviously is perfection. For me, a seven is an album that anyone will say is good. They may not some people say it's great, but no one's saying it's bad. If there's even one person who's saying it's bad who's not acting as an irrational character, then it's a six or below. No, see, like, I think seven for me is, it's a good, I think seven is a good album that most people would enjoy, but not necessarily every, like, I think an eight is something This about everybody could be like, yeah, that was a, that was a good, like, I think eight means, you know, I enjoy it. I really love it. And I think most people enjoy most of it, you know, but like, like for instance, I didn't like that Amy Winehouse. Uh, what was it? Uh, Back to Black? Back to Black. I, hold on. Hold on. If somebody gives that an 8, I would not fight them on that because it's not for me, but I can see, I recognize 
the greatness of that, if that makes sense. See, it kind of makes sense, but also, I think... I think that's because what a, if, if, that's what a seven is, though. I don't know. That's, that's what an that because I would say like somebody said that's an eight. Yeah, it's not a seven. That album is not a seven. Well, here's my thing: you could say you don't like that album. You can't say the album's not good. Right. That's why I think is an eight. I think a seven. You could most people. There's something there, but I think if people could argue that it's a bad album, like I can get it. I feel like that's more with six and seven, but I feel like we're also just cutting, you know, we're right. at very thin margins. But like, um, like for instance, uh, what is a good seven? Um, they're going because to I went list. back. I, I went back and I was looking at my list, and there are a lot of there are a lot of albums that I I went I had to recalibrate my list basically because I was like I'm grading some of this stuff too high because if everything I had too many sevens. And I was like, well, if everything's a seven, then nothing. Well, you that's know. the reason why you need your Olympics. Game. Yeah. But, because... but anyway, but like, for instance, System of a Down, Toxicity, I, I gave that a seven. That's not a seven album. That's an eight and a half. That's a great album. Eh, yeah. Uh, there are not many songs. So here's the thing. Oh, well, here's if, the, th- if, my, if here's not... my point though. Here's well, my point. Let me for just me, say something. No, no, on no, that no, no. I'm finishing. Album. I'm finishing. <laughs> for me. I I enjoy it. I like it, and and really, I could probably give it a seven point five if I'm honest. That's still that terrible. being said, there. If somebody was like, I don't like that, I would understand. You know, if they were like, that's if I don't like it, I, you know, if somebody was like a metalhead and they were like, that's not for me. You know, I take that back. If you're a metalhead and you don't like System of a Down, what's wrong with you? No, it's not. That's but, not. But, but, but that's but, my but, thing. For me, it'd be like if you play System of Down, if you play Toxicity for a person who listens mainly to country music, mm-hmm. I can imagine them not liking it because they don't understand the style of music. Like if you understand the style of music, whether you like it or not, I think you could judge that the songs are good. They last about the length that they should. And there are bona fide hits on here. Because, like, you know what I have as a six? I had to pull up the list. You know what I have as a six? Demon Days from Gorillaz. That's too low. That's not too low because there's some really great songs on there. But a lot of that thing kind of just is, is... it's a bit boring. It's not. It's a literal concept album. The I, I entire get it. thing I get it. is is a I, for analysis me, of I listen society's... to it. It doesn't hold up for me. It doesn't oh hold God. up. There's some really bangers on there. There's some bangers on there. Some really great songs on there. What are the bad songs on there? Uh, I'd have to pull up the list. Pull up the list, off the, Pull up the list because I'm going to go back to Toxicity. A 7. But anyway, 5. but before I do that, let me get down to my five, four, three, two, one. Please hurry up because so, I need to talk about this album. Um, what was it? Demon Days. Demon Days. Yeah. Gorillas. So, so um, a four is a a so- album that has some good merits, but overall not good. How is that a four? Because, like, like for instance, you're probably going to fight me on this one too. River of Dreams is a four. There's some amazing River, songs on that. River of Dreams. But there's a lot of crap on it. There's a lot of stuff that oh, no, I was it's not a scared. good album. No, right. it's not a good album. And, and that's why I give it a four. And, and that's a... There's some amazing songs on there. There are four good songs on there. Four amazing songs. Right. There. Three amazing songs, one good song. <laughs> um, that's my point. So that's what a four is. But that's not a four. That's a three. That no, album's a three, no, man. No. That's not a, three a good album. To, well, a three would to you me, suggest that to anyone? See, I would suggest a four to somebody. I, see, that's the thing. I want to suggest a four to anybody. I would because fours is... No, you know what? I take that back. I w- four is something that I would suggest to certain people. Four, five, so that, six. That I would be like... Like, for instance, somebody was like, should I listen to River of Dreams? I'm like, do you like Billy Joel? And they were like, I like some of his stuff. I was like, well, then, you know... Well, go ahead and give go it a Go ahead try. and give it a try. That's... Yeah, that's... So that's a four to me. Mm, see, that's That's not... a four. A three is... If, if this movie... If that album was a three and someone's like, oh, I, I like some... Well, I'd be like, you probably wouldn't. You might not like that. I agree. If, 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 if it was a three... See, I don't... If it was a three, I would say, just listen of, Just listen to the hits. Kind, you don't need to listen me. to the rest of the album. Just you're, listen to the hits. Don't need to listen to the rest of the album. See, here's the deal. You're convincing me on River of Dreams. You're not convincing me on the four. Like, because that's what I would do to River of Dreams. I would say, if someone's like, oh, I love Billy Joel, then I'd be like, go ahead and give a listen to it. You might not like this one. It's not his best work. But, right. But if someone else was like, 
Nah, they really were like, like it. I, well, I, I'm it, not. I'm not into Billy Joel. I'm not into piano. I'm not into Billy Joel. Well, you know. that's the thing. The yeah, three, right. Three, three. Yeah, that's more of a three and a four. No, me. that's a four to me. Because this is, I, I would only recommend a four to somebody who was into that genre. Or into I that would recommend a three to someone who. I wouldn't into recommend the three to somebody that was into that genre. I'd be like, that, it's a train wreck to me, but you like this stuff. So. No, no. I mean, they would have to be big fans of it for me to recommend. No, I wouldn't recommend a three, even if they are giant fans. Like for instance, if if Dave Matthew, great example. You know what the three is? Stand stand up. That's like a three album. That that's might like be a, a two. That's like a. No, it's not. It's not a four. There's there's one okay song on that album. One. I gotta look it up. Stand um, up, you said. Stand up. Yeah, I haven't gotten to listen to it. I'm gonna. It's on my list anyway. But even as a diehard Dave Matthews fan, I wouldn't recommend that to anybody because it's there's one maybe two good songs on there. Tops, tops, and I wouldn't even consider them good songs. Yeah, this is a bad album. This is a three. Right, and a diehard diehard fan. I'm not. I'm not being like, hey, you got to listen to that. See, I disagree because I'm a diehard Pink Floyd fan. Not that they have really bad albums. They have albums I don't like, but I always tell people to listen to them just because I have. I know people who do like them. And if you're a fan, if you're a diehard fan, not because you can be a varying levels of fan. But if you're a diehard fan, you should listen to your band's entire discography. Yes, even the stuff you don't definitely. Like. But I'm saying like... I'm not saying you gotta love it. I, I would only... Aware, right. You should be able to... Listen to it once is, is what I would say. No, no. You should, you should be I, able to... I will... Um, I, if I, I go to a Pink Floyd trivia, I'm not gonna get caught up on some album I didn't listen to a lot because I didn't really like it. I'm still going to know it okay. I want to know well, I'm whatever. a diehard. My, my point is that's... And then two and one are just... Their whole world. One should never have been made. One is... Ne- right. One should never you know have been what? made. No. Two is never should have been made. One, someone should be punished for making it. Mm. Okay, I, I couldn't kind of agree with that. I, I don't listen to many ones. I can't imagine see, what that is. See, two to... Kind of two to me is... I recognize what you were trying to do. It's bad. No, that's three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that might be three, too. Anyway, but point is... Two that, is like, I, even yeah. if I know what you're trying to do, you were failing so hard. Yeah. You, someone... I haven't between, listened to... Oh, you know what? I, I Like, I haven't listened to a two yet, I don't think. Uh, Chem Mommy. Chem Mommy's a three. That, no, I wouldn't recommend that to anybody. And that's the thing. That's what a two is. I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. I would recommend your mommy to someone. I wouldn't recommend who... that to anybody. I would tell them to try and find... And again, I don't know that kind of music, so why would you ask me for a recommendation? Well, no. It's... That being said, I would... If somebody was like, should I listen to this? I'd be like, you might want to find something better in that genre. Well, I would say use this to find something better. Maybe. Or if you're doing like, you know... If you want to do stereotypical Persian background noise for your the film you're making, Chef Mommy. Like Crystal Castles, I gave a three. I wouldn't recommend that to anybody, but yeah. I don't think I have anything that low. So so that's my that's my one through ten. Now let's let's hurry up because it's supposed to be short. I don't want to well, get caught up on tangents. Actually, you know what? The lowest I've given so far was Cranberries. Everyone else is doing it, so why can't we? That's a four. And much like River of Dreams, it's a album that has some amazing hits from the Cranberries, but mm-hmm. everything else in between is kind of just garbage. It has Dreams on there. Oh, my life. has uh, Linger. It has Zombie on that one, I think, but it's not a good album. Outside of those songs, it's kind of garbage. Um, I'm, a, I'm agreed with your one through... Ten. My 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 scale might be a little bit different, but not off too much. Um, I kind of put it in thirds. I do one, two, and three are just the bottom rung of garbage. Four, five, and six are the varying levels of just being average. Four being less, a little less than average, but you almost got there. Six being above average. Five mm-hmm. being right in the middle. Six and seven sort of share our same area in the sense that I think seven, like I said. I think seven is something that you can, people have varying opinions on it, but most people lean towards liking it. Eight, people who don't like it can still say, hey, it's less that it's not good, it's that it's just not for me. Nine is near perfection, and along that scale between 9.0 and 10.0 are varying levels of perfection. Mm-hmm. So okay. that's my scale. 
With that being said, it's time to get into our theme talk. Last week, the theme I chose, my first pick of the season, was punk music. Reg, how did you like this week getting your theme? And did you go over the uh, three album a lot? Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, I, I like the theme um, because, like, I enjoy punk, and it got me to, um, to to find out like what punk I like the most. I guess, or you know, because there are varying types of punk. Mm-hmm. And when we started this. You were like, ah, oh, no doubt it's not punk. And then, oh, well, I did not say that. You basically said that. No, I didn't. I said no doubt is punk. They started out as punk as Dragon Kingdom. I said Offspring wasn't punk. Oh, well, whatever. My point is, Came like, with people right. who are, say that, like, no doubt isn't punk, like, I guess I could kind of understand where they're coming from. Well, th- the way I look at it is that people who say no doubt isn't punk are people who came into no doubt after they transitioned from a punk to punk pop to just pop mm-hmm. like people who came in with like uh don't speak and spider webs tragic kingdom those fans know that they are punk knows that those are their roots uh in the punk ska scene uh as opposed to people who came in with uh the shit is bananas and underneath it all and all that mm-hmm. jazz i mean and i was really hard on no doubt when they went full pop but their stuff's pretty good Regardless, and they're definitely a punk group. Yeah, well, I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the week, and I listened to uh, um, the Offspring again, even though I listened to them a week before. Uh, Americana. Oh, you with Americana this time? Yeah, I'm saving that one. And um, yeah, so and then I, I went out of my way to listen to enough singing. Hey, I'm listening. Her. Then I went out of my way to see, uh, to listen to groups I had never heard of. And then I was like, you know what? I want to listen to some, like, black punk, you know, because, like, I know that there's got to be black groups and artists in the punk world that we just don't hear of. And I was like, well, let me go out of my way to listen to some of that stuff. Yep. And I listened uh, to the whole Wheat Bread and then also YC. IF, I think. And the reason I didn't write that last group down because they have a bunch of singles on Spotify, but not like a full album. Mm-hmm. But like you listen to all their singles, it's about 30 minutes or so. So that's about an album, but technically, um, t- it don't really count really for what we're doing, I don't think. But then I also listen to a group, uh, Big Joni. Uh, they were, f- Big Joni is out of um, Scotland, right? Glasgow? England, I think. I thought it was Scotland. Yeah. And then um, Whole Wheat Bread is a group from uh, from Florida. Florida. Yeah. And I'm glad I did that because, like, I really – I liked uh, Big Joni's, their album Sisters. It was all right. Which I gave a 7. I gave that um, a – I gave it a 7 as well, 6.8. Okay. And then I – Whole Wheat Bread – uh, minority rules. I gave an eight. I gave a six point five, six point seven. Really? Those last three rap songs. Here's the thing. If you take those last three Here's rap the songs thing. off, that, they, they that's had like a three, seven or an eight. They had three rap songs at the end, but the thing is, it was broken up with a a a silent track, which was labeled one minute eleven seconds, which was a minute eleven seconds of silence, as if to say. That's not, you know, this is extra. And so, because it was broken up like that, almost like this is an after credits thing, I didn't mind them because, like, I stopped counting after the, once the credits roll. Okay, so that, that's that's why I gave it A because, yeah, the the rap thing was kind of, not, it wasn't off putting necessarily, but it didn't flow. It's not what their sound was. It was like a different different, band. I legitimately thought through all three songs, I was like, this is a different band. Yeah, because you, you asked me once, you're like, is this a different, is this a new group? And I had to look. And I was like, no, No, it's the same group. group." And then the next time I came out, I was like, is this from the same album? Yeah. Like, I could not believe. Exactly. And then I listened to another one of their albums. I haven't finished it, but I, I started listening to, uh, another album of theirs, um, called, Hearts of of uh, Hoodlums, and it's real good too. 
At least so far that I've gotten through. I only listened like three or four songs. But. In that case, if we're judging just based on their punk stuff, I would give them a 7.5, a 7.7. They lost a full point with yeah, me on yeah, that yeah. rap stuff. I, and I don't blame you. And here's the thing. I said when we started this, Magic Giant my, is probably going to be my artist of the year. And I'm looking forward to finding somebody to challenge them. Holy bread might be that group because that the second album that I listened to again than the first one it's better than the first one and it's but it's good well like 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 and on top of it they're they have like things to say you know like well, that's what I liked about them they have a they message, had a message and that's the thing I like about punk like if you listen hard enough to punk especially if you listen to older punk people are talking about things going on around them and yeah. why it was messed up like they have one song where they're singing about how they're just out there just being them and then the cops roll up and they're like I don't want to have to do this yeah. today why is that happen don't today don't talk to me don't touch yeah. me and that's the thing he's just saying he's like, don't put your hands on me like you yeah. don't need to you don't have right. to do that and I was like this is good and, yeah. and again like this, the music is good the the lyrics are good, the beats are hot, you know. So I was like, oh, this is real good." So yeah, um, Magic Giant, you, you guys got a, you got a competition. I did like the Sisters album. The thing I liked about it was the diversity of punk sound. Yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't as punk as I liked it to be. It was a little too modern and soft and. Yeah. Like I wanted some like some edge to it, and some of their songs were just like fantasy. Yeah, I mean, I, I can get you. Songs, I which get I like that. the song, but I'm just like, this doesn't feel like punk. I'm, I want to hear a punk. I want something that's gonna make my blood. I gave them a seven, but I, I'm not gonna lie, I gave them a bit of a point for the cause. Well, I give them a seven, like a, half a point. I give them a seven. <laughs> uh, I gave them a six point eight. I think. They're a band. Them, much like Whole Wheat Bread, I think, are a band that you can tell if you saw them live, it would be... Right. They're much... They have... Not, not that they have to be, but you can tell they're better. They're less restrained. Like, I, I imagine Whole Wheat Bread is a fun-ass time where they just... There's no chains on them. They're just unleashed. Because yeah. they know the people who come there came to see them at that. And then, like, forest. I looked them up and they, like, toured with Yellow Card and some other big names... At one time, and I'm like, okay, I like this group. So yeah, um, and then I listened on recommendation. I listened to the Clash, the album, the Clash. I guess self-titled, mm-hmm. and you know, I liked it. I enjoyed it. It came out in 1977, so it's like an old, yeah, punk album. I enjoyed it. Punk. Uh, I gave it a uh, 6.5. Um, but yeah. Um, so that was basically... Oh, and then uh, No Doubt. Oh, because we had to listen to three albums from three different uh, decades or whatever. So No Doubt, Tragic Kingdom is what I listened to. I gave that a six. Um, you know what? I'm going to give it a 5.5 because <laughs> there's some good songs on there. For the most part, it's a good thing. But then mm-hmm. I did catch myself looking at my watch a bit at, at times. You know, as, and especially with the uh, when they got into the reggae ska beats, I was like, "Yeah, that's the California influence. That's yeah. like that's sublime." Right. And uh, I was like, "I see what you're doing here," but I, I just and that's the thing. I just th- there are three genres that I just I, I'm for whatever reason I just cannot get into. It's um, jazz, yeah, jazz. Though, so, like, is Duke Ellington jazz? Yeah. I guess there's some... Well, maybe that's an exception. Exactly. Yeah, you you can't hate on the greats. I mean, is Kenny G jazz? I could... No, I can't. He's jazz. I don't know if I can listen to a whole Kenny G, though. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to, yeah. So anyway, jazz, reggae. I just can't do it. I can't do reggae. I can't. I cannot. I it's something about steel drums that just don't wait. do it for me. Well, that's me. not every single fucking I, reggae, bro. Not every that's wow, <laughs> wow. And that's why I'm the wokest brother. Steel drums. <laughs> oh, I okay. can't do it. Yeah, that's definitely not all doggone. I, I can't. Do it. I can't wait for our theme week of reggae week. <laughs> so reggae, jazz, dude, and, Bob Marley, Toots and the Maytals, uh, dude, please, Peter Townsend, please. And then, like, like Easy I guess death time. metal, I guess, is the only... Uh, I can't do it. I refuse to do it. 
Uh, uh, I, so there's that. So I don't know that we'll do a death metal week. So yeah. So again, getting uh, Tragic Kingdom from No Doubt '95, the, the, the Clash '97, '77, uh, and then um, pick one. Uh, Whole Bread. Whole Wheat Bread 2005. One, two, three. Uh, well, I will say my favorite era of punk is '90s to early 2000s punk. Um, the, your old school rancid, no effects. I'm kind of that's kind of my area of uh, a punk that I really like. I do like how punk sorta expanded into these like like new age punk. There's so many types. There's like emo punk. There's like uh, skater punk. There's like pop punk. Like I, I I'm thinking about how the fact that this week I listened to me first in the gimme gimmies even though it didn't count for my challenge because it's covers. But, I mean, I didn't listen to Newfound Glory this week. I could have done that. I didn't listen to Green Day this week. Uh, the only No Doubt I listened to was a few um, tracks when you were listening to Tragic Kingdom. But yet, I listened to so much other punk stuff. I did go with Big Joni just like you did. And like I said, Noah... For my challenge, I did No Effects, uh, Having Petting Zoo, one of their earlier hits from 1996. Uh, I did Yellow Card, Ocean Avenue, because you mentioned that last time on your on uh, last week's show. I gave that a 9, a 9.2 on the Olympic scale. I forgot how good of an album that was. And then, like you, I did, um, obviously, we both listened to Whole Wheat Bread together, listened to Big Johnny together, but I also listened to Death, which was one of the, um, one of the originals for black punk, but because they refused to change their name and because they were black, uh, they, their record label canceled their record, um, like back in the 70s, mm-hmm. but then they came back got back together in the early 2000s to re-release some of their old stuff and then release some other music and i listened to and they're called death that is the name of their band death and i listened to album why don't you tell me call three mm-hmm. from 2014 i gave it an what's eight. up with punk people naming their albums like one two and just numbers because man they're going up against it's counter culture man okay anything that the fact that you just asked that question <laughs> means that they've done their job <laughs> Making people think regardless of what they're thinking about. Uh-huh. Um, I really enjoyed this week. Uh, I had some great suggestions. Clout suggested uh, Minor Threat. I listened to their album First Two Seven Inches, uh-huh. uh, which has the song In My Eyes on it, which was covered by um, Rage Against Machine on their cover album Renegades. Um, I've always loved that song from... Rage Against Machine, but hearing the original, and the best part about it was it's like song number seven or eight on the album. So all of a sudden it starts playing, and I'm like, I know this shit. Oh my god, this is the original, and it's the fucking best. Listen to this raw punk version. This guy singing, he's like, you tell me that I should like her. You just wish you did. You tell me I make no difference. Well, at least I'm fucking trying. What the fuck have you done lately? Like, I, I love, that's what I love about punk. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's one of those things where it's like, tells people to open up your eyes and be a little more aggressive and care a little bit more about things outside of you. I love that about punk, so. Um, there were some bands that I wish I'd gotten to, to listen to this week that I just didn't, like I said. Um, against Me, Green Day. I did not listen to The Clash, even though I wanted to. And um, there are a couple of bands, The Interrupters. Uh, I did not listen to them this week, but I listen to them pretty frequently. So if you're looking for a new age group, and if you're looking for a group, uh, if you're all about promoting, um, you know, like female leads, The Interrupters are a great band. Uh, Dappy Man actually is a person who suggested them to me uh, a couple of weeks before they came to Boston, like two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I've seen them twice since, so. Um, but yeah, that was our weekly challenge, punk, which now leads us to our new challenge, Reg, and the ball is back in your court. What is this week's challenge or theme? Uh, we're going to listen to three albums. Three albums. From three different continents. Ooh, three Not albums. in English. 
three albums, three continents, not in English. Mm-hmm. That's actually going to be good. I like this. I'm trying to think of who I'm, who I've already listened to that I'm now upset about this challenge. <laughs> so I haven't listened to Lady Smith, Black and Mubaza, so I can use them if I want to. They sing in English, not in all their stuff. That don't matter. So they if sing they sing in English in one song on that album, it doesn't count. If the majority of the songs have to be non-English, that's fine. But I can listen to one of their old South African. Most of their stuff has English in it. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. Uh, We're that's going to go be, on the honor system, but... That's going to be the honor system. You, you're going to know what's on my list. Yeah. All right, so that's our weekly challenge. That leads us to our weekly questions. How many albums did you listen to this week? Um, I, I can pull it up real quick. Fifteen. 15 albums this week. I listened to... Oh, nine... wait, wait, wait. Yeah, 15. I listened to 19 albums, which is my lowest. But I listened to more than 19 albums, but some of them were repeats I had already listened to this week. I just... Oh, well, yeah. I had some repeats. I didn't count the repeats, but yeah. yeah. 19 eligible, I should say. Um, what was your favorite new or unknown album? Holy Bread Minority Rules was my favorite new album, which I should say... Um, yeah, yeah. That's my favorite new album. Um, I also listened to uh, David Gray's first album, Century's End. Mm-hmm. I'm a big... I, I like David Gray, but yes, I have not listened ever. to all his... I haven't listened to his whole discography, but that album I really enjoyed, too. It was, it was a close... It was a close second. I gave it a 7.8 and 8... 7.8 on the Olympic scale and 8 overall. What'd you give it? I gave it an 8. Yeah. It was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I would tell anyone to who's like looking for something for a nice uh, dinner party that that that's a great album to put on in the background. Mm-hmm. Everyone will want to know the name of it as they walk out of your house after eating that delicious ass salmon you made and that scallop. Out Dude, of moving right along. Anyways, um, my favorite new album uh, was Minor Threat, set first two seven inches. Uh, it was suggested to me by again by Clout. Um, fantastic album, just raw punk, right up my alley. It's something that will definitely go on to my uh, workout list. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was your? Or did you discover any hidden gems or weird albums? Anything that like stood out, not for necessarily for its greatness, but for some other reason? Um, Black Eyed Peas, the end to, for two thousand nine. I gave it a. Six point five. It wasn't necessary. It was what I expected from Black Eyed Peas, but it was kind of also at the same time better than what I expected. It's you know, it was one of those things I listened to. I was like, okay, I see why. You know, they I were saw big. how this made. I, I see how this. Made. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I because like I would never go to a Black Eyed Peas concert. No, I would if I was tripping. No. Anyway, rolling on some. Uh, so that there was that. Um, also, um, Everclear scenes from the American movie. I always loved that album, but listening to it again is so good. That one's so good. Am I? It's is my favorite Everclear album. I can't trust you after the way you sullied the name of uh, "So Much for the Afterglow." Yeah, it, as much as I was disappointed in "So Much for the Afterglow," is how much I enjoyed scenes from American movie. That's a solid album. Uh, album I enjoyed, Hidden Gem, was uh, Death. I enjoyed not just the album itself, uh, 3, but also I enjoyed relearning the history, and I went through a couple of articles that took me into some deep dives into that group. So I thoroughly enjoyed not just the music itself, and not just the message in the music, but the history behind it. Uh, did you discover any disappointing albums this week? Uh, no, I don't think I had anything that was disappointing. Me either. I got a pretty good week. Uh, the lowest thing I had this week was a six, and that was the Mega Ran uh, Ages Volume One album, and even that one wasn't too bad. Yeah, my lowest this week also was a six. Uh, Cisco's Unleash the Dragon. You gave it a six? Yeah, dude. I, mean... I so I gave that a seven five. Uh, it's not that good. It's not that it's not that good. It is. 
Unleash the da- Dragon and Thong Song are among the worst songs on that album if you actually listen to that album. No, There's, they are not. Yes, they are. Dude, there are some sexual songs okay. that I was like, man, I wish I had listened to this album fully in college. That I, I listened made, to it fully. I would have made some love to some girls anyway, that album. Who Need a Blowfish, uh, Cracked Review was also the lowest uh, at six as well. Mm-hmm. That's on with time and all that other. Yeah. All this. yeah. If you know Hootie Blowfish, you know that album, basically. Um, it's not that it's a bad album. It's not. It's a decent album, but it's like, it, it's it, it's exactly what I expected, was expecting from them. Mm. Uh, I wasn't disappointed. If I had bought that I'm album sure. back in the day, I've been okay with that. Yeah, you probably would have liked it. Yeah. So, yeah, so that was my my lowest alright um best suggestion of the week If did you have one oh the clash uh do you remember who suggested it I think it was clout I want to say might have been that same tweet yeah um so my clout because he said before they sold out right yes yeah so clout definitely gets the uh suggestion suggester of the week not just with his clash one but also with the minor threat which is my favorite but as a as a um, non-punk suggestion, uh, Wonderlast suggested Harry Belafonte's Midnight Special. Oh, that's my friend Angie. Yeah. yeah. She suggested a fantastic album. It wasn't even the one she meant to do, suggest, but it's awesome. Uh, it's from 1962. I gave it an 8.5. It is fucking solid. Harry Belafonte is so damn good. Okay. Now let's get into our... Um top five for the week uh do you not want to do your concert oh wait yeah we got a new question uh, new question uh it, it's a concert question if you had to see a three from the week at, at different price points basically uh we got 15 dollar ticket a 25 dollar ticket a 50 dollar ticket and would you pay a hundred dollars to see anybody that you listen to this week so uh my 15 dollars uh i would pay 15 dollars to see big Joni. At, at like some small venue or something like that. Yep. Um, Big Joni, whole wheat bread. My answer w- this week was minor threat. I would definitely pay fifteen dollars. I probably would have to pay more just because of how old they were, but mm-hmm. fifteen bucks for sure. Twenty five dollar ticket. Now, whole wheat bread gets a twenty five dollar ticket because I really like. And here is the thing: like I listened to Run River North this this week. Their their new album that they just released. I pay twenty five dollars to see them too. I also have Everclear on this ticket. I would pay twenty five dollars because here's the that thing: that don't exist. I wouldn't pay fifty dollars to see Everclear. I just well, I, I, I like Everclear, but I I don't like them that much. I've seen Everclear three times, and the most I've ever paid was twenty seven after taxes, and that's about the price point as far as I would go with them. They're great in concert. At least he was. I, I imagine that's but true, but I'm not going fifty dollars. No way. Yeah, not I'm not. Everything. No, no, no. That's, that's what I meant. That's why I said I got them on twenty five dollars. I wouldn't pay fifty for them. I would. The only way I'd pay fifty dollars to see Everclear is if they're playing with like seven other bands from the like Everclear, yeah. Third Eye Blind, Everclear, Third Eye Blind, and say, God, who's another nineties band who's not big, but you know what? Jimmy World's a headliner. I want to go to Everclear opens. And who did I say was the other one? Third Eye Blind. Third Eye Blind in the middle? I'd go. I'd pay 50 bucks for that concert. Easily. I would go and then I would go for Everclear. The minute Third Eye Blind played Jumper and Symmetry Life, I'd leave. Nah. Jimmy World's the band you want to see. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, Whole Wheat Bread, which is weird to say that they're on the same level they're as Everclear. Your, yeah, no, that's they're weird. $25 ticket. I, 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 Be- because. They're a $15 ticket, bro. But here's the thing. The reason I put them on a $25 ticket is because if for some reason, like, Joni, I wouldn't pay more than $25. I wouldn't pay more yeah. than 15 for. But Whole Wheat Bread, I, it was probably a $15 ticket. But if they're like $25, I would still pay that no. price to see them. Not 25 before taxes. Yes, I would. No. I would no, do it. Definitely not. I would right now. $20. They need to be playing at the Brighton Music Hall. I would pay twenty five dollars. Seventeen dollars after taxes. So and then my twenty five dollar. You didn't let me. Get okay, mine, go ahead. Was uh, the rapper Samus? Uh, I wanted to hold her for my female rap week, which mm-hmm. I'm going to do at some point. But I'll listen to one of her other albums. Okay. She. I would definitely pay twenty five dollars. So that would mean she's the she's the headliner, which means she probably has the money to put on a fantastic show, and she puts on an amazing show. 
when she's like a supporting act. Okay. Actor, so. And a fifty dollar ticket. Um, I have Sting. Uh, my fifty dollar ticket is Friendly Fires, but they have to play two. Friendly sets. Fires. Yeah, they've come out with two new albums. I wouldn't pay fifty dollars for them. I'd be hard pressed to pay twenty five for them. I paid twenty five for them, and they were fantastic. I know. I've been. To, I've seen them in concert. Um, when did you see? Them? I saw them with you. Hmm. I. That's probably true. Uh, but. I would still see them. They've been on hiatus. We just got back is together. Too much. Nope. Too much. They'd be playing at the Royale. I don't care. They play for like you're, two you're hours. Overpaying for that for ticket. That. I, it really is. Nostalgia does come into it. Yeah, it does. Um, so yeah, Sting is my fifty dollars. Now, is there a hundred dollar ticket? Is there somebody you're get, you're willing to pay a hundred dollars to see? Harry Bella Fonte. Okay, and Sting is also my hundred dollar ticket. No way. I would pay a hundred dollars. I paid a hundred dollars to see Paul Simon. Yeah, you paid too much. Not because he's... I would... Paul Simon makes sense. Sting? Hmm. I paid less than $100 for Becky and I to go see Paul Simon and Sting playing the same yeah, show. Yeah, well... $100? No. He played yeah. at the House of Blues for $120. I, was, I would have paid that price. No, he was doing some album, some shit, shit album, and I was like, no, nah, if you're not playing your hits, I'm not paying $100 for well, that shit. Well, I pay $100 to see Sting. So do you... Uh, so you hear about what... Okay, now let's get into our... Top Our five. top five, because then we also have a another kind of weird thing to going on. I'll fly through this top five real quick. Uh, my top five is easy. Uh, my honorable mention was The Strokes, The New Abnormal. Mm-hmm. If you're a Strokes fan, you'll absolutely love that one. Uh, number five, Meyer Threat, First Two Seven Inches. Number three, Death Three. Number... That's, that's number four, excuse me. Number three, Harry, Harry Belafonte's Midnight Special. Number three, Samus, Pieces in Space. Number two, Friendly Fires. Uh, Friendly Fires is the deluxe version. And number one, uh, Run Rivers North's uh, Monsters Calling Home Volume 1 plus 2 equals 3 Sad Takes version. Uh, that was my number one. Okay. I listened to it five times this week. I mean, it's a short album. That's not saying much. It's 36 uh, minutes. Uh, big um, honorable mention, Big Joni's uh, Sisters. Sisters. I, I enjoy that album. Uh, number five, The Clash, self-titled. Four, David Gray, A Century's End. Uh, three, Run River North, um, volume one plus two equals three. Uh, number two, Whole Wheat Bread, Minority Rules. And then number one album, Scenes from American Movie by Everclear, which I just fell in love with again i do want to give a shout out to uh dagger for uh he suggested a metal band for me scar symmetry uh their album pitch black progress uh i didn't get to talk about it last week i gave it a seven uh 6.8 on the olympic scale the funny thing about it is as far as metal goes some of it i like some of it i can understand why others like some is just terrible i enjoyed this the only thing I found interesting was the fact that I didn't really like the sing-song portions of it. I liked the screaming portion. Mm-hmm. So, Dagger, if you have some more screamy metal, I would be interested in that. Less singy metal, more screamy metal. Okay, then. And that leads us to this foolhardy idea that Reg has, where despite putting this on Twitter and getting pushback again, he still thinks that Sting's solo stuff is better than his police stuff which is absolutely crazy and you know what I'm just gonna say this right now off the bat I think because I, I was coming up with this list and I came up with like 16 songs and like it was hard for me to narrow it down to 8 right and then I was like you know what as I was narrowing it down I was like I think that if you and, and I know that this is goalpost moving. It really is. And it, I am. I can already. I'm already it. conceding defeat because I think. Here's the thing. I think if you aren't a Sting, not necessarily a Sting fan. If oh, you here like, we go. It's a Star Wars argument again. If you're not real, Star no, no, Wars no, 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 no. What I'm saying is, I think most people who know Sting know his police stuff and a few of his hits because I think the police probably had better. Or more hits and better hits. Well, they had quantity what, and quality. No, they had quantity. I don't know about quality. That being said, I think if you like, because like a lot of his stuff solo are kind of deep cuts that I don't think got a lot of radio play. You know, because like for instance, 
one song that's on this list that's I'm not putting it in the top eight, but it should be in the top eight. It's ridiculous that it wouldn't be, but because if I put it in the top eight, that's an automatic loss for Sting because people who don't listen to Sting don't know that song. And Russians, how is that not a top eight song? It's not. It is a top eight song. Yes, it is. It's not. It's a good yes, song. Yes, it is. It's not a top eight song. It is a top eight it's song. It's not. You ask anybody, it's not. Jonathan, it's not. there is not a single, there is not a single Sting solo top ten list that doesn't have Russians on there. Because it is. But if you don't listen to Rush, if you don't listen to Sting, you don't know about Russians. Whenever I say your name, is that the Mary J. Blythe song? No, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that shouldn't be on that list. Fragile should be on that list. The fact that you don't have Fragile on there. Right, but that's the thing. Who knows of Fragile? Uh, I don't know anyone who's listened to it documentary in the last 10 years. But that's years. the thing. I don't think people know that that's Sting. Yeah, how do they not know, bro? I don't... I, 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 take, I take that. They know it's Sting, but they don't know the name of the song. I don't think most people know the name of that's, that song. It says Fragile 47 times. Right. In. How do they not know it, Rich? That don't mean anything. How do they not know it, Rich? They don't mean anything. Houseway. That how? don't mean anything. It doesn't matter. You, listen, because it's the same, top- the same way Same way people think that... Um, uh, Time of Your Life is the name of that fucking song from Green oh, Day. Oh, Good Riddance? Yeah. Oh. I think that's different, though. It's not that different. That song's actually called Fragile. Yeah. But but people want to know the name of it. What is- else would you call it? Sea Song? I mean... Uh, I'm just saying, you're going down. You're going down. But yeah. It, hard. But as I was making this list, I was like, yeah, I am going... This is... Yeah. When you said the comment, I was like, are you out of your mind? <laughs> I was like, no. But but friend, I'm saying, no. like, if you listen to Sting and you fall, if you listen to more than just the, the police and the hits, then, you know, I, I think he has quality as a solo artist over the police. That might be, that's, those are different questions. Right. <laughs> Maybe they are different questions. Those are different questions. I'm saying as a solo artist, he's better as a solo artist and has done better things than he has was the police that was my argument and i don't know maybe i don't know that i'd have to go have back and you, listen because i don't know if that's what i'm saying but, but that is not what you but say. anyway but what i'm saying i guess what i'm saying is your average joe is gonna pick the police songs over and even your educated joe no gonna pick i don't the think that's songs. true because they're, they're true, but, just but anyway anyway it don't matter they're just this that, that's that's the, uh, that's the that's the the um criteria or whatever so these are the and, and we were gonna put them, them in order from yep. one to eight so Correct. that top seeds versus whatever yep okay here we go englishman in new york i have is number one which is correct number two i have fields of gold which is also correct number three i have uh desert rose mm, i mean brand new day could be there brand new day could be there also what could be there if i ever lose my faith in you which i have as four i would probably put that in front of Desert Rose. Desert Rose is might have been commercially better, but people know if I ever lose my faith in you. Okay. Trust me, I was hoping that that one was going to be a uh, a police one. Uh, Desert Rose then is now at four. If I ever lose my faith in you, at three. Uh, Brand new day at five. Acceptable. At six, uh, when we dance. Yep. Which honestly probably should be higher because it's better than Desert Rose and Brand New Day, but I don't think people know it as much as well. That's why I have it at six. Yeah. Send your love is at seven and fragile at eight. I'm gonna I'm gonna switch those. Yeah, I might even dig send your love off. Shape of my heart I might put on over send your love. Actually. Really? Yeah. I didn't think more a lot of people would know shape of your love shape of my heart. Oh, uh, you know what's another good one on that's not on here? What? That probably doesn't deserve to be on the list, but might be in your eight, nine, ten. What? Um What's the remake of Shape of Your Heart with, uh, what's that British guy? Oh, Dan- Rise and Fall. D- Rise and Fall. Oh, boy, that's a fucking banger. Here's the thing. It probably doesn't deserve to be on the list. Because I think it's a Daniel Craig. Is it Daniel Craig? No, something Craig. David Craig. David Craig. Both British. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a David Craig song. Featuring, but featuring but, Sting. And here's the thing, but though. The it's, funny thing is, everyone always says, "What's that Sting song with yes, that, that, that exactly, that British dude?" Exactly. It, it, but 
You're yeah, actually right I, about that. It is a. It is a I, I thought yeah. about putting it on there, but you can't find it on a single a Sting album. So, um, who do you have for The Police? Oh, The Police set is just fucking banger after banger after banger. Okay. Uh, we have Every Breath You Take, number one. We have Roxanne, number two. We have Every Little Thing She Does Is Magic, number three, which those two will go undefeated until they meet each other. We have Message in a Bottle. We have King of Pain at five. I will always be King of Pain. Can't Stand Losing You at six. Number seven, Don't Stand So Close to Me. What's Can't Stand, can't stand Losing You? I just, I can't stand losing. I can't, I can't, I can't stand losing you. That should probably be at eight. No, what do you have, seven? Number seven, Don't Stand So Close to Me. That should Young be higher. teacher. Okay. The classroom. I mean, I can move it up anywhere. It's any of those can come down. They're all gonna win. Uh, and number eight, it comes down to four songs wrapped around your finger, walking on the moon, do 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 da da da. But I went with spirits in a material world. Recognizable, a hit, um, fantastic. We are spirits. In a material world, <coughs> our spirits. In a material world. But I mean, listen, the top four is not losing. Every breath you take, Roxanne, <clears throat> every little thing she does is magic, and message in the bottle will all be your number one. Okay, we'll see. Um, yeah. So by the time you hear this, the uh, poll will be poll out. Will be out. But uh, take care of that. Yeah, I'll set up the pool. Um, anyway, so we'll until uh, next week. I want to thank you all. If you have suggestions, please let us know. Non-English, foreign songs, let us know. Yep. Uh, let us know what you're listening to. Despacito. Uh, yeah. That's how we do it down in Puerto Rico. I should almost say, well, that's Puerto Rico. That don't count. No, it doesn't. Uh, so, thank you all for listening. Uh, yeah. Whether you're first or whether you're last, at least you're on the list. You've been listening to Getting Ranked, a Brother to Brother podcast production. I am your host, Tempe WMF, or at least I was, as this is the end of the show. You can find me on Twitter at Tempe WMF, that's T-E-M-P-I-W-M-F, and on Instagram at the same. Check out the podcast Twitter page at Getting Ranked PC, and check out my other show, Brother to Brother. Also, a shout out to Rujay, who produced the beat for the opening theme, which you're listening to now. And a big thanks to Bucho, a.k.a. at Aubrey underscore T22, who spit hot fire on that intro. Thanks for listening. Please rate and review. And until next time, remember, you may not be first, but at least you're on the list.